Wellington's Downstage Theatre Company closed in 2013 and many feared that was the end of the road for its long-time home, the Hannah Playhouse. After all, the 49-year-old brutalist-style building stands on prime real estate in the city's CBD. But the charitable trust that owns the Hannah Playhouse has arranged a three-year pilot scheme with Wellington City Council, which will invest $200,000 a year into it. The building will be used primarily as an arts incubation space, where mid-career and senior performers can develop their work and occasionally put on public performances. First to take up the opportunity is Footnote Dance Company. Rehearsals are underway on the main stage ahead of a show that will premiere there later this month. Stephen Blackburn is the Council's City Events Manager. He met me at the building he's known since childhood. His father, veteran actor Ken Blackburn, was involved with Downstage Theatre right from the start. In fact, I was born the same year that Downstage was founded and um, I, I remember coming into this building as a very, very young child with my father, who was uh, Associate Director at the time. So I have a long association with the building and I, I, I know what impact it had on the sector within Wellington. And I, I see this opportunity to, to put this iconic space back in the same framework in terms of its impact for the ecosystem of the arts in the city. But it will work differently. It won't be a, a dedicated theatre company? Yes, it's not a dedicated production house in that respect. What we're looking at doing is offering particularly mid- and senior career uh, artists and organisations the opportunity to experiment, practice and play in a space. The ability to fail, if you like, uh, which we don't actually offer performing arts a lot of in this country. When I taught at Toy for Curry many, many years ago, I used to talk about my experience in the UK where I had this amazing opportunity in, in the north uh, west of the UK working with one of the most outstanding playwrights that I'd worshipped from afar. And um, the first work that I was working on at this particular theatre was one of his, and it was a dog, and it died a death, which you could do in the UK. Every opening in New Zealand is a West End opening or a Broadway opening. Hopefully this facility will offer the opportunity where it can be more about experimentation and building a work so it makes it better prepared for a full-paying audience. Also, it offers the opportunity for mid- and senior career artists to do that, which they haven't got a lot of at the moment. BATS is inundated um, with, with artists wanting to, to start new works. And to a certain extent, it's pushing out some of the emerging artists because there's so many mid-career and senior artists that are doing the same sort of thing. So hopefully this facility will offer that opportunity for them. What are the plans for it? And we're sitting in the, in the bunker, we're sitting in the offices, and I'm going to go and have a look with you in a moment in the theatre space. But are you anticipating changes on that front? Does it need work? Uh, the building's actually in pretty good shape, given its age. I mean, it's over 50 years old now. Um, but one thing we are desperate to, to get it to return to is the flexibility that it had uh, and was designed for in terms of how it can be staged in its space. So... The Hannah Playhouse Trust, who we're in collaboration on this uh, pilot project with, is um, committed to changing the seating block and the seats themselves to allow more flexibility in the way we can stage in the space, which is going to be a big change for it. Um, lot, there are longer-term plans, but they'll depend a lot on how this pilot rolls out over the next three years that we've got funding for. The, the Trust aren't funding directly. They don't, they don't have cash. They're providing the, the facility and support around what we're planning with investment there making an infrastructure like the seating block. The operational costs are pretty much covered by uh, a grant from council, um, which is then allowing us to, to make the space available at a very, very cheap rate, including a full lighting rig, sound rig and a house technician all thrown in as part of the daily hire, very low rates for the artists to use. Wellington's been bereft of 
theatre spaces, performance spaces for a long time. The St James just up the road, of course, is back now after several years. The loss of this space over the last couple of years, Stephen, what do you think it's meant and why is it important that it comes back into the mix? Well, it's, it's part of this wider ecology that we have within the city. You've got bats, which is like 80 to 90 seats max. Um, then you, you jump dramatically if you don't go to Circa which is about 250 in their main house you jump to you know 1000 plus seaters now Tafri the f- festival are planning a, a 500 seater space up at Tafaya which is uh, next level up again it actually makes sense to have a space like this that's sort of midway between your bats, your 500-seater, and then your larger 1,500-seater houses for works to develop. And one of the best examples of this would have to be Apollo 13, which did exactly that, coming from bats as a stab commission to the Hannah Playhouse, expanding its staging. It was then picked up by Auckland Live uh, to present up there, which was then picked up by the Sydney Opera House and then went on to America. So it's providing those stepping stones for works to develop and grow in the right way. This is a pilot program as you mentioned, so the first uh, company is Footnote I believe. Yes, and they they came in uh, over a week ago now to start to work on a a new work that they're presenting from the 16th to the 19th of November. Ideal sort of proposition in terms of what we're trying to showcase and benchmark within the project. Eleanor Bishop's coming in in December to work on a new piece, not presenting yet, but doing development work because her works are wanting to explore the design scape alongside the creation of the script, so it's, once again, an ideal space to do that in. Um, we're also seeing uh, the uh, Play Market Accolades returning here to the Hannah Playhouse, which I think is most appropriate with the Bruce Mason Award and the links to Bruce in this building. And uh, we've also uh, got the Theatre Awards coming here in December, which is fantastic. So hopefully that brings the sector back into connecting with the space. What's it meant to you to see Footnote rehearsing on that theatre space that you know very well and care so much about? To see the theatre come alive, I guess. Absolutely. It, it, it's suddenly, you know, it really is alive now. It's, it's sat idle for too long. And um, having performers and artists in the space and developing work is really exciting. And the beauty of what I'm seeing with Footnote is they're also developing a work that's very specific to that space, which is really interesting. And that can be a, a good way to then explore a work and then develop it further. Uh, it's really exciting to see them working in there. We're looking ahead to 2023. How busy does the theatre need to be? I mean, downstage, of course, that the building was constantly in use, rehearsals and performance. Mm. This is a different model. But would there still be a lot happening here? Does it have to be to make this justifiable? Well, there has to be in terms of we want it to have an impact on the ecosystem. From, from a, uh, a performance point of view, in terms of public access into the space, that's not so critical. So it's not being driven by any box office demands. It's about development of practice and the work, um, which makes it less stressful, if you like, for the artists in that regard. That's, that's the ideal of the model. That doesn't mean to say that there won't be a lot of activity that the public can access. And I'm also working with the arts team within Creative Capital to showcase some of the city's arts collection on the walls of the Hannah Playhouse so that we're not just seen as just a space at night. It's a space that you can come and visit during the day and see other works and artists in practice. I'm also wanting to use the bar as a rehearsal space. There's an office there that's perfect for play reading at the very end of this corridor, which is quite large. So using those spaces in a more um, inventive way for the sector to engage with the building is going to be important. How long is the pilot going to run? We've got three years uh, committed funding um, to prove the case of the need for this kind of facility and 
then up to the, up to council after that as to what happens around funding. I appreciate you can't speak for the trust, but if this pilot hadn't been funded, what was the future looking like for the building? Because there have been concerns about it for such a long time. There have, and and look, the, t- the trust have have had a number of approaches. Not all of them they felt um, fulfilled the initial ideals of the trust, and particularly Sheila Wynne's gift that created the building, hence the name. They well, had it's a prime house. location. It's location, location, oh, location. This absolutely. Is it, right? So that it's not that, like there hasn't been other interests, but they're not necessarily been the right kind of projects that the, the trust have necessarily wanted to engage with within the building. Um, so it was, it was also coming up with a project that met their aims as well as was feeding the sector, and um, this was an ideal conjunction between what we were planning to do within the Ahatini strategy about making these spaces more accessible and the, the fact that it was lying idle. Beautiful. Well, can I have a look at this, the theatre? Of course. Yes. I'm so excited. Okay. I've seen so much there. We've hundreds of shows over the years. I see it. Out of the bunker, up the stairs, past the piano, through the through the bar, which is usually bustling. Yeah, which was originally the rehearsal room. Actually, right? when I first started in the yeah. early 80s, it was the rehearsal space. These stairs, tickets in hand, yes. waiting for the ushers. You can still see Greg Wall, who used to be the front of house manager in my time downstairs. Oh, yes. Oh, there we go. Well, that's as bare as I've ever seen it. Yes. <laughs> Not surprisingly. Yeah. The naked stage. Absolutely. Um, which they're actually using as part of the design feature of what they're creating at the moment. Do you remember when it first opened as a theatre? 1973. With As You Like It. If these walls could talk, I suspect they do. Is there a ghost? There is. Ah, have you seen it? No. (laughs) Oh, well, maybe it'll come out again now there's people. This is very... This is really thrilling to see it again because it, it was is, such a. It's been it's been really missed. Yeah, it's been sorely missed. Actually, what you're standing on too is a, an area of the flexibility of the design of the space. These are all trapdoors. So oh, di- directly below us is the bar we walk through, oh. which, as I said, used to be the rehearsal room. But these are all large trapdoors that lift out, so you can actually stage down into the pit as well, which I think was last done. By Tim Spite's company, actually. Yeah. I was just looking at this going, well, this is a ratty bit of wood. They'll have to replace this, and we're actually on a trapdoor. I can see some... Yeah, some key locks. locks that, key locks. So the whole thing lifts out, which is the whole roof of the bar below. So it's a big area. Have you talked to your dad about it, Stephen? Yes. What is he saying? Oh, he's just thrilled to know that the building's being used for what it was designed for. Um, and thrilled to see that it's, it's also focusing on mid- and senior career artists, because he also sees that as a major gap in the sector at the moment. What feedback are you getting from the community, the, the theatre community? Fantastic um, response to, to what we've got planned. And we've recently announced a, our manager, who will start next week, Isabel McKinnon, and that got a fabulous response too from the sector, which is great. So I, I, th- I think we're heading in the right direction in terms of what the, the sector's crying out for and we can provide. Stephen Blackburn, Wellington Council's City Events Manager. First time I've been out with the microphones for too long. Great fun. The Footnote Theatre Production Choreo Code 2022 Mia Uma premieres on the 16th of November at the Hannah Playhouse in Tafanganui Atara.